Enneagram 7, The Innocent Adventurer, Subtype, Self-Preservation, Family, The Gourmand, Slow Down and Feel. Is this you? Can you relate? No time to say hello. Goodbye. I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. If you're a Disney buff like me, then you can already picture the nervous white rabbit before you. With his massive-sized pocket watch hurrying into the rabbit hole just to make it to Wonderland on time. After all, he was the Queen of Hearts Royal Herald, which meant he could never disappoint Her Majesty. And so, our distinguished rabbit was always in a rush, always busy, and always on the move. Does this ring a bell? Ever wondered why most people, perhaps even yourself, are always on the go? Have always somewhere to be? People to see? And things to do? While our story is not about the white rabbit and his fear of upsetting his queen, it is about a frisky grasshopper that's battling a different kind of demon, facing a different type of fear. Sit comfortably, concentrate on the sound of my voice, and allow me to take you on the wondrous adventures of our fidgety grasshopper. Morris, amigo, how are you today? They smell delicious. That was Billy, our grasshopper, talking to Morris, the mantis, who also happened to be the best baker in town. Baked them fresh this morning, said Morris, admiring the golden brown shades of his crusty loaves. Don't forget to save me some. I'll stop by later, said Billy, in a proud but hasty tone, as he walked quickly through a greasy meadow by the river. You can almost hear the ripples of the flowing river as you see Billy bump into another one of his friends. What you doing there, my sweet Doris? asked Billy, in a somewhat interested tone. Doris was a delicate butterfly with strikingly patterned pink wings. She was on the lookout for a hundred bright flowers before a stormy winter. Collecting harvest, of course, replied Doris in a happy, melodic voice that could almost be mistaken for a musical whisper. You know how I like my nectar, Dee. There's that proud tone again. You couldn't even wipe that smug smile off Billy's face, even if you wanted to. Our grasshopper was a wordsmith, and a cheerful one at that. He knew how to make ends meet. Words to him were like butter. He could spread it, dribble it, and glaze it however he saw fit. As long as the job got done, our grasshopper was satisfied. Now, close your eyes and see yourself touching the small evergreen shrubs that lay on the shallow edges of the river. 
This was Billy's final stop. As you find yourself there, you hear a loud screech that sharply pierces the mid-afternoon air. Lucy! Love! Looking lovely as always? Billy turned to our red-spotted ladybug that was painting the landscape on a square canvas. If anyone can have my portrait painted, it's you, Lucy. Although, in a hurry, again, you can't help but focus on that self-satisfaction in his voice. It almost sounds like Billy has it all. The friends, the favours, and the fun, right? Not quite. Pay attention to what happens next. The wind was blowing in the middle of the night, and there, among the distant trees, you see Morris, Doris, and Lucy sharing stories and telling jokes around a massive bonfire. <laughs> Doris burst into laughter. Morris slapped his knee repeatedly, and Lucy rolled on the floor laughing. You can tell they were having such a good time. Now you may be wondering, but what about Billy? Where is he? Why is he not with them? Well, as you might have guessed, our grasshopper was not invited. As soon as Billy spotted them from afar, he felt a flicker of irritation flooding his veins. How dare they? He pondered. A party? Without me? I thought they were my friends. If I'm being honest with you, it took time for Billy to swallow his anger and come back to his senses. And that's when the quiet of the night breathed life into his worst nightmare. The fear of being alone. Deeply confused, he mustered up the courage to mosey on over and see what they had to say. Friends, I... Just when Billy was about to make a statement, he was interrupted by Morris, who had taken a firm stand this time. Friends? I don't think you know the meaning of that word, Billy. Morris is right, dear. You've never truly been there for us, seconded Doris. Even Lucy nodded, her small head in full agreement. Yes, you never have time for us, Billy. And we can no longer accept that, added Lucy, in a sharp tone that reflected a mind made up. You can almost see some undeniable acknowledgement in Billy's eyes as he stood there speechless for a moment. Our grasshopper clearly had a thing or two to process. Not knowing what to say, picture Billy quickly fading away into the dark of the night. Let me ask you this. What do you think was happening with Billy? Why do you think he couldn't make any friends, real friends? Was it his self-centred personality 
this me, 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 mine, mine, mine approach? With his so-called friends? Or was it his white rabbit syndrome of so much to do in so little time? You see, all of these are symptoms of a bigger inner demon. More than anything else, Billy couldn't bear the thought of being alone. That was his greatest fear. And like Billy, we all have inner demons, unwanted fears, that we do need to reconcile with. You might not be afraid of the Queen of Hearts or share Billy's fear of being alone. But whatever your specific fears are, are you willing to slow down and feel them? Because when you feel the very emotion that's crippling you, you free yourself.